Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Curling. No curling. Oh, but the Canadians would have dominated. Well, well that's probably why. I was going to say, well, the Canadians <laughs> dominated anyway. <laughs> they were born on skis and ice skates. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. So Claire, it's getting a little chilly in here. Yeah. Would you say the that The temperature it's, is dropping rapidly. Would you say that it's winter? Winter isn't just coming. It's here. We're in the middle of it right now. I hear it's going to involve some games. Yes, you're referring to the Olympics, of course. Of course. And and then, of course, the more important Olympics, which are the Bachelor franchise's winter games. Right. And that's all anyone really cares about is who is going to win short track speed skating (laughs) on the Bachelor winter games. Exactly. I don't know. Can Team USA pull it off? I really don't even know if there is a Team USA. We have so much to learn. <laughs> and here to maybe shed a bit of light on bit. What, what this show is going to be, we have the wonderful Leslie Murphy. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> she happened to be in New York City, and we were able to convince her to run downtown and hang out with us for a few minutes. Literally just scheduled this like 30 minutes ago. Happy to be here. The greatest scheduling coup of our entire podcast career. Yep, just off the cuff. (laughs) But first, you know, you are on Sean's season. You're kind of a fan favorite. Catch people up. What have you been up to? Oh, man. Yeah. God, it's been a few years, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably five, actually, to be exact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been all over the world. So right after my season, I moved abroad to Argentina and started a travel blog and haven't really stopped. In fact, I don't have a home. I live out of a suitcase. Um, fun. Yeah. It is, it's fun. You know, like anything else, as it's present, it's gone. <laughs> but when they came to me a few months ago and said, hey, we're putting this brand new show together it has an international cast. I was like, that's great because it's my two worlds coming together. Bachelor, travel. How could I say no to that? Were you ever asked to participate in any of the summer shows before? Oh, yeah. Paradise came my way. But I, I turned that down because it's just, to me, Bachelor Winter Games was for me because it's like, how can you turn down falling down a mountain with, <laughs> you know, some Australian 
and I, it, to me, getting drunk on a beach all day isn't really, you know, it's not me. I like to adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the ba- Bachelor in Paradise has gotten even more over the years, like a small limited world. It's like yes. people from the last two seasons of the main shows and they all know each other and they all know who they're going to date. And it seems like Winter Games is going to be like, first of all, a big assortment of seasons from the U.S. shows mm-hmm. all brought together. And then is there a big uh, contingent of the international shows? I mean, yeah, there's, gosh, we got people from Australia, New Zealand, Sweden, Russia, Canada. I mean, all, I was just, we were parading down Main Street in Vermont um, when we were filming in December, (laughs) just seeing these nations come in. And I was like, this is going to be fun. I cannot wait. Were you like, this is what it would be like to be in the Olympic opening ceremony? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like that. Most of us never come so close to that feeling. No. But now I know. Yeah. Were all of the international contestants from English-speaking countries, or did all of them speak English? Um, we had a woman from Japan who I think is going to steal the show, and she doesn't speak very great English, and that's, like, the best part about it. But you have a translator? We had a translator. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. It really is. It, but it's so funny because she she was able to pick up English pretty quickly. So by the by the time she left— I feel like she could converse pretty well back and forth, but I don't. Sometimes I was like, "Are you an actor from Brooklyn?" Because you can, we can, we're having a, a conversation right now in English. And then, like yesterday, you could hardly speak a sentence to me. So I'm like, "Who are yeah, you?" I would not put it past The Bachelor <laughs> to like hire someone to play like, "Oh, I don't know English," which is disturbing that I believe they would do that. No, <laughs> she was straight out of Japan and amazing. And her name's Yuki, and I can't, I can't wait to see her come on my TV screen. I'm really excited to get some like new blood in this franchise because yeah. I, I haven't watched any of the international and we've heard good yeah. things people always say Australia oh, you and should Canada watch. we keep, we were always told to watch yeah those two right but, like i don't have the time or <laughs> it's, the it's will it's a real investment yeah it is an investment um and it's going to be an investment come february when winter game games airs because it's twice it, it airs twice in one week so it's we've got re season on mondays Bachelor Winter Games on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, my God. And Claire and I will be watching all of it. Maybe not committing to live tweeting all of them because, like, I don't know if I can give up three, like, but it's just three like, of my nights a week right, fully over. Burning through your Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> but live tweeting is my favorite part. And only, like, 50% of my followers mute me during The Bachelor. <laughs> so, like, I know there's an audience. Yeah, our followers get a lot of whiplash. They're like, wait, you tweeted about politics and now you there's seven tweets about hey, it. I'm like, it's yes. well round. You're very well-rounded. Exactly. exactly. As I always say, we contain multitudes. Yes. Yeah. That's the definition of very well, of well-rounded is, like, Really extreme, like serious, really extreme, frivolous. It's the best and nothing way to be. in between. Right. Exactly. Um, so one thing that kind of interested me looking at the preview is that you have like people like you who were on the show years ago, people from international shows, and I don't really know what the media climate is like for them, but then people like Ashley I, who came into this generation of The Bachelor where everyone became like a social media influencer right away and um, have turned it into their persona. Was it really like a shock for you to be brought together, um, these different kind of generations of Bachelor world? Well, I think, I think you know, I was really excited for the foreign aspect of it. But, uh, you know, during the very first day of filming, we were brought together with our respective team. So I met all the U- Team USA first. And I, 
I didn't know any of them because I haven't been on in five years. So it was kind of the same way. I was Whether you were a foreigner or Team USA, it was still the same to me because I've been out of this world for five years. And I kind of feel not, maybe not so much like I was living under a rock, but that I just was outside of Bachelor Nation for five years. Five years. I didn't know any of these people. So this is my first time to meet Ashley I, even though I felt like I already kind of knew her um, because she's cried on my TV screens for so many years. <laughs> but she's I've amazing. I've seen her cry more than many of my closest <laughs> right. friends. But she's great. Claire, I fell in love with Claire. She's I'm great too. I'm excited to see Claire back on our yeah. screens. Claire and then Crawley. Bibi, oh, Bibiana. She is this fierce Latina who I was like, who Who are you? Because at the time, Ari season hasn't hadn't aired yet. And so I didn't know who she, know who she was or what season she had been on. Um, but it was so it's it was great to see her on Winter Games, and then it was great to see her on Ari season because I feel like on Winter Games she had she kind of settled down a little bit and came into her own because it was a different format and there wasn't one bachelor we were all trying to vie time for. So she kind of took took a backseat a little bit. But it's really funny because. I, I went on a date on Winter Games, and in the morning, she was dating one guy. And when I came back that night, she was dating another guy. <laughs> that <laughs> so is the just, best just thing. Just a little about. teaser for you. So I was going to ask, like, what role do love and dating play in this show? <laughs> um, a lot. There, It's a big—well, like, first, yeah, it's The Bachelor at the end of the day. Come on. It's always going to be um, right there in the center. But it's great. I mean, it's a good balance of— you know, like uh, competition, winter games, falling down hills, you know, bad athletes on your TV screens, but also finding love, too. Um, there is, I think there's some love to be found on winter games. Can we ask if, if you might have found a love connection? <laughs> um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's progressing. It's it's progressing mm. into something something like that. We'll see what happens. But that yeah, sounds like I found, a yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, you know, I went into it with a really open mind and came out with with a boyfriend. Wow, that's, that's the best advertisement. Yeah, and you for don't the seem show. to have broken any bones or you know, in the physical competition. So I no. think that's the best way you could leave this show. Well, yeah, things heat up, <laughs> but you'll see, yeah, you'll have to see how it all it all plays out because I think, you know, there is some drama, there are some there are some love triangles. Oh, well thank yeah. goodness. What yeah. would a bachelor show be without a few love triangles? Right. Right. Yeah. So is the love kind of woven into the competition? Like are we gonna see some sort of like win the downhill skiing mm-hmm. and you will get a date. Yeah, so thing. that's that's kind of how it happens. So there's okay. a, a women's heat and a men's heat, and whoever wins each gets a date card. So gotcha. That's how that happens. And then you can ask whoever you, you wish. So are people encouraged to date, you know, across um, – you know, country lines, or do, is it oh, just yeah. like yeah. Oh, date yeah. whoever? No, international yeah. couples are a thing. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Practicality has never been a big thing for The Bachelor. It's like, you're from Arizona. She's from Maine. I think you guys could really make this work. (laughs) Well, that's – and that was really awkward slash hard at the end of it because there are, you know, a few couples that leave the show together and a a lot of hard conversations have to take place because it's like, okay, we are – we live so far away from each other. How are we going to make this work? Would The Bachelor sponsor, like, their immigration? It's How possible. much are they willing to commit? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to see that commitment. I like, feel not like just it, a televised wedding, like, televised immigration proceedings. That yes. was, it would be a quid pro quo. They'd be like, you can be part of a five-part, like, quadruple, quintuple wedding, 
And in exchange, we will sponsor all of your immigration like paperwork and we will take care of I you. Think but you committed. have to get married on TV for Ex- us. Well, yeah. I mean, twist my arm. Like free wedding. <laughs> <laughs> free wedding. Meh. Probably planned by Mindy Weiss or someone yeah. who yes. loves big floral arrangements. Exactly. I, know, guys. I look through all my wedding pictures instead of just the outtakes and I would not want all that to be shown on TV. <laughs> like, is that what my face looks like from that angle? God help me. <laughs> God help me. Um, I hear you, Ralph. <laughs> so are you going to show us any, like, surprising skills? Are you, like, a winter sports enthusiast in any way? Um, You will see me do pretty terribly at riflery <laughs> oh there's riflery yes that sounds we'll have fun. to tune in for all kinds <laughs> of winter yeah it's not even like really a winter sport but it was in vermont so there's all kinds of crazy stuff well i think it is part of the win- the winter olympics right because there is it because there's also the uh thing where they Google they it. cross country ski and then they shoot yep that's it it's it's called a biathlon yes, on the winter games of course and it is, it is part biathlon. it is yes it is part of um cross country skiing which i thought i would do, do oh really yes w- that exists in the winter yeah, olympics okay yeah. i thought i would do really well um but you'll <laughs> have to see <laughs> but i think some other people were way 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 behind me i mean it's it was actually really funny to see the guys do it um because i mean i competed against all the women so i'm like totally focused on getting cro- across that finish line not really looking at anybody else but it's really funny to see the guys like just fall face first and go so slow that like Ashley, the interviewer, was like walking right alongside them because they they had no skills. It's interesting because I feel like a lot of summer Olympic events that you what might see more closely paralleled on a lot of dating shows because it's like they're out in the sun and they're like, we're going to have you like run really fast for this challenge or do go, go under obstacles they're less, like, skill-based. Like, you have to work with really specialized equipment to get good mm. at winter sports. So you can't just, like, brute strength through it. No. Which is one of the many issues with winter sports. They're very privileged. Issues. But... You call it issues. I call it entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I, I call it I've never had to learn how to ski, <laughs> which is great. That like good TV. I, I, I don't think it would be as fun if everyone was really good at the challenges. Like, right I now. am— want to watch the Bachelor Winter Games to see men embarrass themselves. Exactly. It's going to be amazing because we <laughs> ski. Like, a lot of these people haven't even put on skis before. Do you I get mean, any coaching? Oh, yeah. We, okay. we We practice for, like, a good hour or two before we actually oh, do Oh, well, the... that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only do so much in a day with so many people around. But, um, yeah, I, can't, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it from the, from the Winter Games promo, just people flying down ski hills yeah yeah um i think i read somewhere that nancy kerrigan is there she is that true? she makes an appearance and she yeah she's she's there teaching us how to how to figure skate it's amazing oh, i'm I so have to excited think, if i'm nancy kerrigan i'm like tanya harding got an award nominated movie this year <laughs> right? and i got to be on the bachelor winter games <laughs> i mean i think she got the better end of the deal obviously uh, but it might not seem that way i know first. it was it was funny timing for sure <laughs> yeah. it really was <laughs> Anything that involves Tanya Harding or Nancy Kerrigan, though, like I'm there. It just really taps into my 90s child obsession. Yep. Have you seen the movie? Oh, yeah. It was great. Oh, I can't wait. Fantastic. Margot Robbie is unreal. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, and Alice and Janney. Great performances. Um, So this is our Oscars podcast. (laughs) Um, What about like, so I have a lot of weird winter sports that I want to know if you guys. So biathlon, yes. Yes. Um, Luge? No. 
I know. I no. wanted a luge. I wanted curling. No curling. No curling. Oh, but the Canadians would have dominated. Well, well that's <laughs> probably why. I was going to say, well, the Canadians <laughs> dominated anyway. <laughs> they were born on skis and ice skates. <laughs> um, moguls. Did you ski moguls? Um I no, not there. Yeah, right. That's a like a lawsuit waiting <laughs> to happen. A lot of these are. I've had I like in the eighth grade, we would go on a class trip for one day just to learn how to ski. I did not learn how to ski. Spoiler alert. But <laughs> every year someone would break a bone. Every year. Oh, yeah. Was there snowboarding? On the bunny hill, someone Skiing, would break a bone. Skiing, no, snowboarding. Bobsledding? I'm no. literally looking up when <laughs> yeah. all of the Winter Olympics. Yeah, going, let's go down the <laughs> list. Yeah. What about— um, A lot of skates. A lot of different yeah. skating. Did you do different kinds? The, there's like short track and long track speed skating. Speed skating, ice skating, all the skating. Were, was there a couples figure skating competition? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like that is really made for, for this With show. With full-on costumes and everything. Oh, yes. But was anyone jumping or was it basically <laughs> ice dancing? Um, there, there are people who tried to jump. Now, whether they landed it or not, you'll have to see. It's amazing stuff. It looks so easy in the Olympics, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I could do it. You think you can until you can't. Yeah. We went ice skating after we saw I, Tanya, and I kept being like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to twirl. My husband was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Like, you got one bruise and you oh, cried for a week. I Suddenly know, Claire's just on her back, like, I was like in it looks Rockefeller so easy. Center. I got this. <laughs> they make it look so easy. I know. I looked up, and there is Nancy Kerrigan just twirling circles around me, and I'm like, ugh. Really? Can I just watch you? Yeah. Can you just take my spot? Yeah. Let's win this together. I just wish that I had been trained really hard to be a figure skater when mm. I was an adolescent so that I would be able to do it forever. Yeah. You know, just I like know. always have that skill. Just have that in your back pocket. Yeah. Party trick. There's like, a lot of things that I'm angry at my parents. They didn't like force me to learn very young. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, my parents took me to piano. And I was so I was so bad that my teacher told me to quit. It's like that got me nowhere in life, mom and dad. Yeah. I say piano and viola. And my teacher finally, like, not never that impressed with my potential in either arena. But that's probably I really wanted to learn how to play viola until I was learning. And that's right. definitely what would have happened exactly, with yes. any. Yeah. Else. You're like, wait, this is a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. My dad actually made us all learn piano because he had a lot of resentment when he was a kid. He was one of five and Irish family. And his dad was a big fan of tap dancing. So he made half the kids learn piano and half the kids learn tap dancing. And you can guess which group my dad <laughs> fell into. Oh, my gosh. So my dad can tap dance. My mom can of. tap dance. <laughs> that's crazy. It's a crazy. That's, talk about a party trick. Yeah. 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 That's a cool skill, actually. Yeah. My dad doesn't see it that way, but, like, when he does a little <laughs> tap shuffle for us, I'm like, well, it's pretty cool. Mm. It, Ten points for you, Dad. Yeah. Um, lots of dads can play piano. It's no big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you had to do, like, all the events, or could you specialize at all? Uh, no. I mean, there were four There were four competitions, four winter games, if you will, and <laughs> you could, I mean, you had really had no choice. If you wanted to be the winner of Bachelor Winter Games, you had to. You had to do it. So were there right. like individual winners or was it a team win? There's a there's a woman's heat and a guy's heat. So whoever won those got a date card. And that's how that worked. And then is there like a prize for winning the like, whole thing? Yeah. Is there like an ultimate <sighs> win? Bragging rights, guys. <laughs> Bragging rights. <laughs> You're like a great Instagram post. Yes. <laughs> Confetti and all. <laughs> what if the winner of the guy's heat and the winner of the women's heat 
want to go on a date with each other. Is that like taboo mm. that you're like wasting your Is that date? a little foreshadowing you just did? Oh my oh. God. I'm so good at drama. <laughs> are you all living together in the same house? We are. Okay. We are. That's why it was... That's one of the reasons I loved it so much because you would wake up and be with these. You would make breakfast, lunch, and dinner with these people from all over the world. It was so fun. Winter summer camp. And Yuki, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yuki from Japan would come down and make her Japanese omelet. I think there was sugar involved. I was like, girl, what are oh. you doing? But yeah, very, very cultural experience. That's so cool. Yeah. I feel like I would not contribute anything to that. <laughs> be like, here's what I know how to make. Oh, it's that was canned me. spaghetti sauce. <laughs> it's very American. Oh, I'm not, we're I lazy. My contribution was a boxed cake. So, <laughs> but that's okay because I don't have a home. I travel for a living, and I I don't have a kitchen. So that's my excuse. Yeah, that's, that's a true. good excuse. I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> your job is just like take in all the other things other people are doing. That's what I did. <laughs> Did you have any, like, nervousness about jumping back into Bachelor Nation, given that you've really successfully, you know, parlayed your platform into this extremely legitimate career as a travel blogger? Um, also, you shared your journey with being diagnosed with BRCA gene, mm -hmm. and, which I want to talk to talk to you about a little bit. But, but, like, you know, you've really set yourself apart in the public eye from— the Bachelor world. Now you're jumping back into it. Like what? What considerations went into that? Yeah, it was it was definitely nerve wracking for sure. Um, I thought I hung my Bachelor hat up, you know, back on Sean season, and I was I was fine with that. That's fine. Like the Bachelor has always treated me really well, and I love this franchise. And so when I said I kind of said no a couple times to Paradise and didn't really think anything of it, didn't had no clue Bachelor Winter Games was even on the horizon. But when they came back to me and, and told me about it, it was kind of like this immediate gut feeling to just do it. Um, just because it really was two worlds coming together. I think, you know, with all the foreigners coming from all over the world, it was kind of a no-brainer. Um, and I was and I was very single at the time. So it was just, it was, it was great timing. Yeah, good timing. And yeah. I guess it's not like a crazy filming commitment because it wasn't a lot. How, how long were you guys exactly. filming for? Um, a just a few, a few weeks, weeks in December, like yeah. right before Christmas. So it was, it yeah, it wasn't a, a huge time commitment. I didn't have to take a ton, a ton of time off travel, single, foreigners. It's just kind of like, yes, check, 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 check. Yeah, you're yeah. used to being around people from all over the world anyway. Exactly. And that's why I know, I, I know, I exactly. I, I was like, yeah, if I can date a foreigner because I dated a foreigner before this. So, I mean, it was, it, it wouldn't have been any, any different really, except for you can see it play out on TV this time, <laughs> which is, I guess, very different. Not like Everybody can watch detail, it. Yeah. Not, you know, just exactly the same, except all you have the cameras and all the cameras on the mics. weighing in on your relationship. All that. Just sure. definitely don't date anyone that Ashley I is interested in. No, that will never. only go badly uh, for uh, you. I will never step on <laughs> Ashley I's toes. No one ever will. And yet, you know, why is she always friend zoned? I can't wait to find out. And that's the promo. Kills me. Yeah, oh my she, gosh. she just really is excellent television. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's but I love Ashley because I feel like so many people think she is super dramatic, but it's only she only brings it. She doesn't put that on anybody else, really. You know, she's not she's not drama for me or anybody else in the house. She's not this crazy villain by any means. Um, she's just an emotional person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she seems quite beloved. Yeah, by, yeah. People who know her personally. We've, yeah, we've never met her, so it's you know. I met her very briefly oh, once. You did. I would like to relate this story. Mm -hmm. 
It was at a bachelor auction on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, you went. I forgot you reported on that. (laughs) I I reported on it. And at that bachelor auction, I briefly met Ashley, and she was the tiniest person I've ever seen. Yeah. But um, that's my my interesting. Cool Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you're like that's oh, all we got. really got into it. <laughs> I don't know why I told that whole thing, but here we are. Um, but yeah, I would love to talk to you about Braca and the way that you've, you know, shared um, your health journey. I don't even yeah. know how to refer it. Yeah, health journey. Health not bad. journey. Sure. Um, yeah, 2017 was a crazy, yeah. crazy year. Um, yeah, I. It was around this time last year that I got a call that I was. I tested positive for the BRCA2 gene. And the only reason I even got tested for it was because my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Now, I guess now that was about three and a half years ago. And I was living in Argentina at the time that I got that call, and it was really scary. I felt super far away, but the doctors took care of it super quickly. And so then that led to my two sisters and I to get tested for the same gene that she was positive for. And it took me years to get tested for it because I was naive and I was like, I'm a 20-something. I'm not going to, you know, this is an older generation's problem of of breast cancer and young people can't get it and won't get it. But that was so naive of me because now more than ever, I realized that so many young people are either getting diagnosed with breast cancer or ha- are positive for this BRCA1 or 2 gene. And it's a scary thing. And so when I tested positive for it, I I didn't even know I was going to put it out there. And I didn't even mean to have the surgery so quickly. I mean, 50 days after the diagnosis, I was on an OR table. And you had a preventive double mastectomy. A preventative double mastectomy, yes. And that, um, to to be positive, to test positive for the BRCA2 gene mutation means that I had a greater chance of, of getting breast cancer at, at one day, one point in my life. And so with my mom, I saw my mom go through it and I just wanted to get it out of my system because the options are to either get a preventative double mastectomy or to go into a hospital X amount of times a year and get screened. And that just doesn't work for me or my schedule. So I knew pretty early on that I wanted to just get it over with and essentially lose a body part that had been with me for 29 years. Sounds really scary. Yeah, it was. And I had never had surgery before ever. This is my first oh, surgery. Wow. Diving in the deep end. Yeah, right? Yeah. Go big or go home. So um, at what point did you decide that you were going to kind of chronicle it, this and and be really open with mm-hmm. the people that follow you about this thing that's obviously a very di- different topic than international travel? <laughs> right. <laughs> very different. Um, so I went in to my first doctor's appointment and I the last minute I grabbed a GoPro that was sitting right next to to my bed right before I walked out of the room to go to this doctor's appointment. And I was like, I guess I'll just document this whole thing just to have it, just to have the the film, not having a clue if I would even put it out there. And then a few weeks later, it was International Women's Day. And I was on a long layover in Germany. I'll never forget it. I was just, I was there in the airport for eight hours. And I was like, what inspiring message can I put out there for all the women who are following me? And it just hit me. I was like, I'm going to chop up this video and throw this out there. And that's when I knew I was just going to throw it out there for for the next, you know, few months that I would be going through this because I wasn't going to be traveling. I didn't know if I could help one person, then that uh, my job was done. Um, and I know, I know that's happened because so I never knew social media was so powerful until until last year when so many people. I mean, it this whole thing restored my faith in humanity, and it's just amazing how people from all over the world helped me heal so quickly. And so now I want to give back and help 
you know, I get I get inundated with people every day saying, oh, my mom was diagnosed. I was diagnosed. How how do I do this? Help me. Like your posts have been so amazing. And so I I'm so happy that I decided to throw it out there. What is it like to have people reaching out to you for advice when you're really in a very similar position to them? Like, does it ever feel overwhelming? Definitely. I remember sitting in my my bed just recovering last year and not being able to move, but tears were streaming down my face because I was just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through all these messages. And I, I've never experienced something like that, something so heartfelt from strangers before, Um and I think it's just the symbiotic relationship that happened. Like I, by being so vulnerable and open and authentic um, and helpful, that no, I don't think no, nobody realizes how helpful they were to me as well um, and, and in my recovery. So I think I'll, I'll, I will always be a huge proponent of early detection, early screening and, um, you know, just getting checked you know, as early as you can, if it's in your family or not. And for anyone listening, you know, if they're hearing this and thinking, maybe I should get screened, like, what are the steps they should take? Sure. So it sounds weird if you've never really talked about this before, but feel yourself up. And I, it's so funny because a lot of people um, in this community have this saying, and it's called feel it on the first. And so the first of every month, you kind of just remember to for lack of a better phrase, touch yourself. I mean, just like <laughs> massage your boobs if you and check yourself for any lumps you may feel. And if you feel something, go straight to your doctor. And that's how that's how some people have have learned that they they have breast cancer. I mean, I remember a couple of weeks after surgery, this one woman uh, messaged me on Instagram and she was like, "Because of you, I did a self exam, found a lump, went in, and it's the the lump is malignant, and I have breast cancer." And if it wasn't for you, who knows where I'd be? Oh, my God. Um, And this was also like a week before a wedding. It was like the saddest thing ever. But um, anyway, she's doing great. And so that's how that's how a lot of people find it. You have to do self exams. And and if you know, even if you can't, um, some people just don't find anything. So go in and get regular screenings, mammograms um, if, if you have. A lot of family history with breast cancer, some people go so far as to get mammograms, ultrasounds, and MRIs, which is what I had to do. Wow. Uh, and a lot of people say, you know, don't do it until – there's no need to do it until you're, you're 40, 45 years old, which is crazy to me because so many young people are getting diagnosed these days. So feel yourself up. If you feel anything <laughs> questionable, go to the doctor. We're generally pro feeling yourself up I on this it. podcast for every reason. I'm pro just, you know, talking about women's health and, and talking about things that might feel uncomfortable because the more that we talk about this and educate ourselves, the healthier we're all going to be. So exactly. we applaud you. No, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> and I love talking about it. Um, so if anybody listening has any questions, yeah. Slide into me. your DMs. Slide into <laughs> my DMs. <laughs> I love it. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Leslie, and she's going to tell us what she thinks of Ari's season. Oh, yeah. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. 
Dressing head-to-toe in barefoot dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts, too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe, and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well balanced. I feel full after and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 and use code LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI 50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices too. 
Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, hi Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, <laughs> you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season yes. again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link... Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, it feels really frivolous to talk about the winter games. <laughs> I know. It's actually, again, women contain multitudes. We got the high exactly. and the low. We can talk about it all. We can. Yeah. We are well-rounded. Exactly. I mean, let's, yeah. Let's go back to The Bachelor. Yes, let's go back to The Bachelor. Um, is there anything else that we should really, like, be preparing ourselves for? Oh, um... I don't know. I think, you know, it's the same thing. You just got to get a bottle of wine, cozy up next to the fire, and watch some really stunning athletes take on some winter <laughs> games. Um, we won't be on your TV screens for long, which is kind of sad. We'll be yeah. there for four episodes. 
We have to cherish you guys. You, yeah, while we you can. exactly. You know, you it's do. not always about quantity. It's about quality. You're so right. Here's a question. I don't know if you can talk about this, but The Bachelor in Paradise is based on this sort of like um, musical chairs. They bring new people in. Right. Someone has to go home. Does anyone have to go home um, based on elimination, or is it just competing for the the medals and the the dates? Um, and nobody nobody really goes home based off you know, like winter games necessarily. There are rose ceremonies. Um, and we, they, they are conducted differently every time, which is interesting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of um, Survivor meets, I don't know, typical Chris Harrison um, meets, sometimes the, the men give them out. Um, sometimes it's the other way around. It's It's a very interesting mix going on here. Sometimes there's a kissing competition, which... You know, if you, oh, the losers losers go home, very so. bachelor pad, very yeah, it's like yeah, it's very bachelor pad meets Survivor meets Paradise. So you guys didn't even know what you were getting into when you arrived in Vermont. Not a clue, <laughs> not a clue. I mean, and and when we arrived, there was not even snow on the grounds, and everybody was like, "Oh God, this is is this a bad <laughs> omen?" And then we literally brought in the season a few days later, and it was the prettiest winter wonderland ever. A great setting for romance. <laughs> this honestly, it sounds like a Hallmark movie concept because <laughs> I watched. I've been watching so many winter Hallmark movies and Christmas Hallmark movies, and like. He's a handsome contestant. She's like a cute like producer. They're working mm. together on this winter themed show right before Christmas. Are sparks flying? What can they do about it? Like this <laughs> is perfect. You. I'm sorry. Just really set the scene here. I feel like this is the next stage for the winter games. And also games. the snow would obviously start falling as a love connection was made. Mm-hmm. Well, the snow is falling all the time in these movies. That's no, the but sometimes thing. it's like Christmas hasn't arrived. Will the snow right. arrive? And then, or will the yes. fake? Yeah, will the yeah. fake will snow the fake fall? Snow fall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that funny. would be a big plot line. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of, uh, of Bachelor shows, mm-hmm. uh, as we are right now from this <laughs> podcast, huh. um, there's one happening right now. Yes. Um, and it'll actually, watching? Yeah. Yes. I've been watching. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of, I don't, I think controversy is the wrong word, but there are a lot of opinions out there about Ari. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's funny to be like, yeah, Ari was so like five years ago, but hello, I was I was so <laughs> yeah. five years ago too. But they didn't make you the Bachelorette. I actually would support that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But that that's not what happened. It's a different <laughs> situation. But I mean, did have you ever met Ari? Like, I have. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we have some guest judges coming on Winter Games. Oh, oh we did see Rachel. Yeah. Pop, pop yes. Up. So oh, good. Anytime Rachel's on my TV, yeah. I'm she said happy. something like, "I thought you were going to kiss her somewhere else," which is also a little hint as to <laughs> kissing competition. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I met I met Ari that night, and um, you know they call him the Kissing Bandit. Which is really funny because I, f- I feel like he was always all up in Emily's face on <laughs> on her season. But everybody has so much to say about his kissing this this time, too. And I feel like it took somewhere it took a wrong turn. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird. Like it, it felt relatively sweet when it was like he really likes kissing Emily. It was one. It was one person. And now it's like he just likes kissing Got faces. It. Got it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there was just a lot of talk about pillow lips. Like that didn't happen during Emily's That's season. That's true. Yeah. That's I don't remember that phrase being no. thrown out no, there. No. Emily's season it was just like once in a while this guy's gonna come and like throw her up against a wall and, and make out with her. her. And like that right. was 
that was fun to watch. That's true. I don't I don't know, but I like him because that he is five, so five years ago, and I like that they brought him back. And you know he's not going on TV to be the next Instagram star or the next actor. Like that's why I really like him. <laughs> not because ship has sailed. You know, <laughs> you. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious to me that he's there. Like, excuse me, but for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a racing career is one thing you really can't boost by going on The Bachelor. No, that doesn't but make does he, you drive does he faster. Race? I think Today? he's kind of. Semi-retired. Semi-retired. Okay. If not fully retired. Yeah, but got it. He just sells a couple, you know, big old mansions every sure year. And yeah. then that funds his lifestyle, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning a lot about what my life could be like if if I you, If you lived just, in Scottsdale? Yeah. yeah <laughs> if I lived a, in Scottsdale. A successful real estate agent in Scottsdale. If I lived in Scottsdale, like, had wealthy parents and, like, got into – Real estate. Gosh, I know. I wonder what's going through Crystal's mind. Could she live in Scottsdale? Oh, I bet she would love Scottsdale. Yeah. I really could see her fitting into that. Becca? Mm, Becca M. Which one? Becca Um, M. Not so much. Pixie cut Becca? Yeah. 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 No, I don't think Scottsdale's for her. I don't I don't either. I think Who are your favorites of the women? Um, I really like I like both Becca's. Mm. Same. Um let's see. I think I think Kendall's very quirky, but I like her. Oh, my God. I love how weird she is. She's so yeah. weird and wonderful. I love seeing a really weird girl get kind of far in the show. Like, Same. I feel like she Same. should have been eliminated night one by most <laughs> but this season is, standards. Yeah, but this is Ari we're talking about. And yeah. I love that he loves her weirdness. It's interesting to me. I feel like a lot of seasons he, like, The Bachelor would keep the girl who made the, like, pit stop joke but send mm. home the girl with the taxidermy, and he's like, no, no. I'm the other way around. <laughs> that's, and, but that's why I like him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a different game. It is, a, yeah. He likes a girl with personality. But I can't wait to and see. And also Crystal. He also likes Crystal. So, like, and I then there's know. Yeah, and then there's Crystal. <laughs> yeah, his tastes are just confusing to me. I can't really, like, he doesn't seem to have, have a type. Really. I don't yeah. think, yeah, I don't think he does either. But it's interesting because I feel, I feel like these girls are all over the place too, you know? Like, mm. we've got... Yeah. Pixie cut Becca, who's 22? 22. Um, But I feel like all these girls are pretty... Are all these girls pretty young? The ones that are left? Yeah. (laughs) He acts the last (laughs) 30-something. Dang it. Oh, but that brings me back to Winter Games. That's what I really loved about Winter Games, because I was like, oh, gosh, I'm going back on this show. I haven't been on so long. I'm like old. I'm old. I'm... I'm old and I'm old news. Like, I'm I'm 30. And are all these people going to be 20-somethings, like 23, 24 years old? No. I mean, all these – some people – the most – the majority of people were, like, 30 or above, which what? I'm like, okay. Ooh, I'm I like excited. This. I like this. Yeah. This is a good, a good age range. Then. It is a good age range, yeah. Totally there for the right reasons. Because I guess you're on – Claire is in her 30s. Yes. Michael, who we've had on the show a bunch of times. And will be joining us for a future a lot of Winter foreign, Games recap. Yeah. He's Foreigners in are in their 30s. Yeah. I feel like Ashley is approaching. She's yeah, 29. 29. 29. Yeah. Almost there. Yeah, yeah. You and Ashley. She's come so far age. since we met her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris Souls's season of the You know, I, I like to see people who, you know, have a few few more years than than we yeah. necessarily get usually get to see on Ben on Higgins 29 29 I think oh yeah it's oh, yeah. funny because I feel like everyone's like oh Ben is so young but it's like no he was he was so really young, young for about five years ago. yeah, he yeah. Was a, I think he was the youngest bachelor they've ever had right. yeah. he was what 27 when they filmed maybe? 26 26 yeah. 27 yeah, he but now he's he's the same age as Ashley yeah I think so yeah, I think so he's the same age as us as you. yeah twinsies 
twins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he also has a young affect. Mm-hmm. Like, he seems like a young... He, like, I've always thought yeah, of him as does. being, like, my younger brother who is three years younger than me and therefore younger than Ben. But, like, he just comes off as, like, a little young to me. He Same until I met him on, on Winter Games. And then he kept showing different sides of his personality. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I love you. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to to watch him now mm-hmm. that he's had a bit of space from the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think that whole breakup kind of um, did a number on him, unfortunately. It was just a a sad, sad breakup. I mean, having your relationship form that publicly and then having so many people interested and And weighing in on it. And then a TV show about it. Mm -hmm. It must have been killer. And and then having to break up in the Mm -hmm. public eye. I mean, yeah, being the lead of one of these shows just sounds brutal for that reason. Like the... The hyper focus on you. Exactly. It makes me think of The Crown when she's like, <laughs> divorce Just is not an option like for us. That. Just like that. <laughs> it's like, why would we go through a divorce? It's not worth it. Like, I feel like if I were in a bachelor couple, I would be like, please, God, let's make this work. Like, if we were the leads, you know, like, we have to make this work. Everyone's watching. We're going to be like tallied up in like the did they stay together or not? Yeah. Like, things forever. It must be really hard to reach that point where you're like, nope, we just can't. Are you to. single? Uh, no, I'm married. Oh, married. married. I'm I was single. gonna say we need to get you guys <laughs> to be the next contestant. Oh god! I mean, I think we would be the least ideal people. The the ones who like have spent years hyper analyzing this show and interviewing people about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like even though you haven't been on the inside, you've been on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm 30, so I've like certainly aged out. Of the oh come on! Of I'm right here. I'm, yeah, I went yeah. on it. <laughs> No, that's why I like watching, like, you and Claire. I'm like, yeah, it's my, my cohort. Yep. Still there. Yep. Still got it. Still we're going still, strong. We're still fun and cool. We sure are. It's fine. Yeah. And you're, like, battle-proven. Like, I know <laughs> that we will, we will come in. We know a lot about the show. But we have no idea how we would react emotionally. But I Probably can't predict poorly. it would be poorly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, you go you go into it, and you're in this bubble, and you're, the romance is heating up so quickly. And then all of a sudden, it's over. And the cameras stop. And so it's like, okay, so we— what happens now? <laughs> How do I live my life again? I would not. And then like a month or two later, it's like, and now it's all starting over again, but only on your Twitter. Like, yeah, must be very yeah. confusing. it is. It's it's an interesting ex- existence for sure. Well, you will have to come back on the show next time you're in New York. Oh, after can't this wait. is aired and yes. we can, you know, really, yeah, really, really dish get it into out. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so thank you so much for coming by. Oh my Leslie. gosh, thanks for having this me. It's been a delight. It has been. I know. I'll see y'all soon, I'm sure. And that's it for this bonus episode of Here to Make Friends. Remember that Winter Games premieres next Tuesday, the 13th on ABC. Thanks to our guest, Leslie Murphy, and our producer, Nick Offenberg. And please keep an eye out for the rest of our Winter Games coverage, which will be coming at you hot. I mean, cold. Very Very cold. cold. stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 